I mean, March of 2020, we kind of got the biggest surprise of our lives when we were told we're going to have an early dismissal school and we're going to have, like, what, what was that, first three a weekend? Uh, we'll no, no, it was, it was a, uh, a simple, like, two-week uh just two weeks off to stop the spread a two-week lockdown and now we are on like week like 14 or something of our two-week lockdown and yeah how have you been handling it i mean good the funny thing was i actually found out before pretty much almost everyone in like student-wise because my uh blended uh lit teacher he sent us all an email and he was like okay guys all of our speeches are postponed. We're apparently going on for two weeks. And when I read it, I was like, did we just get the inside info? And yeah, you, were, you, were in, you were enlightened. You you got you got the spoilers for next week's episode, basically. Well, yeah. So I was also like talking to my JHD people because we had JPA inspection, which was like where JHD Command came down to like interview us and at the time make sure everything was running smoothly. Like basically that we were fulfilling our duty as the JRGC. Yeah. And I was like, well, school's off for two weeks. How's JPA going to deal with this? Because, like, literally three days later, we were supposed to have that inspection that we were not ready for. No one memorized their speeches. No one had any idea what we were doing. Like, it was at the point that our commander was crying. Like, she was just like, we're not going to pass this. We're going to lose our audio <laughs> distinction. And we were just like, we're so sorry, JP. <laughs> it, 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 it happened. Let me. I remember, I think you texted me that we're going to be off. And I'm like, I kind of believe you, but I kind of don't. And then I eventually heard the announcement and I was like, well, here we go. I remember last period of the day was uh, anatomy and we were all acting like it was the apocalypse. And then fast forward a week later and we're in the most boring apocalypse. I, I feel ripped off, honestly, because like all I, I, I had the traditional COVID experience. I just sat inside my house. I waited for the end, I guess. I guess the end, well, the end of the pandemic, not to like the end of the world, because that's obviously not happening yet. But just yeah. really, really almost, it was almost like a movie. It was just, I kind of sat back and watched 2020 and unfold, except I was a character and I wasn't very much enjoying it. <laughs> well, I did nothing that was stereotypical of people during the pandemic. I mean, I don't think anything I did was stereotypical. Yeah. Like, what did, what did you, yeah, what did you all do? I mean, I moved houses. It was like, what, I think a week or two. So we just got out of school. We yeah. moved mid-pandemic into my current house. Yeah, it was like, it was right in the middle of the lockdown, too. So, like, not, yeah. but not like the nowadays kind of pandemic. This was like ground yeah, it was zero. Right in the middle of the lockdown. I was so surprised they, like, rented us the truck. We, <laughs> we knocked it out in, like, two or three days. And then we just kind of, like, organized the inside. The whole idea was, like, get all the stuff into the house. We'll worry about organizing later. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, why did they give you the truck? Why were they still in business? Well, <laughs> they, they, they just lockdown. shut down school. They didn't shut down anything else. We just kind of, like, got it three days before everything shut down. Yeah, I guess, I guess moving companies are an essential business. We got it like three days before all the essential businesses shut down. We like, we literally had to haul it. You, you, had, like, you had like the last minute deal basically. Yeah, everyone was surprised. No one was expecting it to happen. And then, mm. let me think, I moved houses. I took an EMT course during the pandemic, which was really interesting because it was like college level. And it was like, um, kind of like a year long course condensed into seven weeks. Yeah. 
it was really interesting. I learned a lot, but now it's just coming down to like getting my license now. So I got to go past the final test. Yeah. But then, uh, and then, and then in the middle of that, I had uh, surgery. I had my thyroid removed. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the beach too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really are just kind of like checking off like a checklist at this point. Yeah. Well, I went, I went to Rehoboth. Mm-hmm. And the idea was you, you had yeah, to objectively the, the best beach, yeah. not on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which was yeah. fine. I mean, I kind of went swimming, but not really that much because yeah. it was kind of like cold. But, I mean, like, where did you go? Like, did you go June area or? I think so. It was, it was kind of like my birthday present, but like, we went a little early because my sister was going to leave soon. Yeah. So like, it was a bit an early birthday present. Yeah. Well. We usually just go to like the beach for my birthday sometimes when we can, and mm-hmm. that's like what's really fun to do. Yeah, I mean, geez, you you got a nice birthday present. My birthday present was a freaking pandemic. Like, literally, I I can't believe it because my birthday was on the twenty second. We were planning my birthday party; it was gonna be great. And then, literally on the nineteenth, uh, this notice comes that school is let out, and I couldn't believe it because I mean, at first I was like oh, that's cool. I get like two weeks off for my birthday. This is nice. But then I realized, wait, everyone gets a two week off for my birthday, including places that I may have wanted to go for my birthday. This isn't going to be very fun at all. So especially now, because like it's we're in February and my birthday is rapidly approaching again. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, am I going to have another quarantine birthday? Because that's not going to be very fun. Yeah, I remember when you said, like, when quarantine started and it was, like, happening, you barely left the house. I don't think I left the house until I would – I think we only really started leaving the house uh, after my grandpa passed in June. And that was – I remember that. I remember that call. Uh Uh-huh. And I remember after that happened, that was really the first time – the family ever got out of a house because well before then we would kind of go like my dad would run to the store every week he was kind of our frontline man just going every week to get essentials to survive I guess and then like occasionally we would go over to see family on special occasions like on Easter and stuff like that And it was like, finally, at the end of May, we were finally kind of starting to sort of crawl out of our holes in a way of Mm -hmm. awakening up and coming out and starting to actually do stuff. And then early that in June happened. And then we didn't really do much for the rest of June into July because like it wasn't really much of the pandemic's fault as much as it was like kind of we were still kind of a little bit depressed after what happened. But then around August, we started kind of getting back into a normal routine. And I kind of as well blame school for that. If like, well, if school's opening up, then we can probably do stuff. And then we tried to get into a normal schedule with social distancing and trying to adapt to this new temporary normal, I guess. Yeah, I don't even when we started, when, like we tried to finish school, like after we were uh, out for two weeks. Oh that my was God. the worst for me because I couldn't muster up like the strength to do anything, I, and then because yeah. we, I was just so used to not doing anything at that point, and like I did like Spanish. We were you and me were both doing that college history class, mm-hmm. and then we got we had both get our finals. Uh, exactly. 
<laughs> I still remember when I called you after that. I was like asking, oh, what'd you think of like that last one where we had to pick like three words and explain it? We're like, we had to pick three? <laughs> yep. Yeah. You, you. I guess you saved my grade there. <laughs> I remember how you just hung up and I was like, uh-oh. Oh my god! Yeah, like I, I hung up immediately. At, I bet you thought I like passed out or something. Like, I, I was like, something's gonna happen. I, I might as well have just run through the wall at that point and just immediately to the laptop. But I remember going back to like the beginning of the pandemic and how my dad was kind of our frontline man getting the stuff. I remember when after I got home from school and everyone was like, "Ooh, what are we gonna do now?" And my mom was like, I, I don't know if we're ever going to be going outside for the next two weeks. We need to stockpile. And so <laughs> she sent my dad. Oh, basically, so we sent my uh, my dad out just to go to the store and do our kind of weekly run times two, I guess. But the problem with this is everyone kind of was a bit ahead of us and all the stores were picked out. So he kind of had to go on a scavenger hunt for a solid three hours just hitting all the stores in the area getting You're like kidding, really yeah like getting assorted pro- like products from everywhere like for example like it wasn't like a normal like run to Wegmans get the stuff and come home it was like a going to almost specific places for specific things it's like well I heard wise has chicken I heard like giant has milk like I, I heard Wegmans has eggs I mean it's like I heard the the one corner store on the East Coast has, like, the East Shore has, like, a toilet paper or something. Luckily, we did manage to get toilet paper before the toilet paper apocalypse happened. So that was kind of good for that. Yeah, that was, honestly, my, my sister was home, too, when that was happening. Um, and so they, my mom and my sister kind of went to Costco or Sam's Club. I think they kind of went back and forth between those, because that was the best place to get anything. Obviously. And um, that literally was about it i mean we didn't we don't really do anything oh my i remember my sister she was actually able like to snag the last one that chopped it was like chuck roast the very last one she got yeah she got the very last one. Oh my god you gotta get the essentials i guess well no it was hilarious she just wanted to go the last chuck roast <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I kid you not, she did that, and we were all losing it. We all have our coping mechanisms, I guess. Yeah. Well, and she was visiting from Washington, and then we actually went there um, over the summer, and no one was social distancing. No one was wearing masks. Really? If you were like one of those people doing it. You were seen as an idiot. Oh wow! Yeah, it was really, really weird. Well, I mean, at that point, like. I mean, in, like, that area of Washington, I guess they practice social distancing 24-7. I mean, like, if you see somebody out there, probably, it's like, what are you doing on my land kind of thing. I mean, kind of, but there are, like, city areas. Well, yeah. But, yeah, they definitely have to drive a bit to get to places. Yeah. Uh, I remember, yeah, it, it takes about maybe 10 minutes to get into town, and then, like, a half hour to get up the hill someplace. It, it, it is a bit of a drive everywhere. And there's not a lot of people there anyway, so... I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, that's one way to do it. So, like, what what did you have as, like, a coping mechanism for the stress of COVID? Like, what did you do? I I was watching, like, a ton of YouTube. 
And then also, I, well, I mean, you and me kind of just, we couldn't talk at all. I know, it was like... Anybody, but you and me, Coach, I would call each other for a half hour and play Minecraft. I mean, that's how I got back into Minecraft. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's almost like a midlife crisis type thing where, like, well, we're under a lot of stress right now. We don't know what to do. Better, better go back to our childhoods, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then that's as well. It's like it's one of the few times we got to talk to each other besides doing work together with school and stuff. Which I still can't believe. Like looking at school now versus school at the end of the year last year is like comparing like a one room school Amish schoolhouse to like Harvard. It, it's such a big difference because. I guarantee at the end of the year last year, none of the teachers knew what they were doing, and we never knew what we were doing. So it, it the only one who like adapted was Mr. Haley, like the college teacher, because he was like he had some idea of what to do. I mean, I, I feel yeah. like I mean, I feel like yeah, with that, and then uh, it was my uh, only Zooming class. None of the other teachers held a Zoom. I think only one did, and then she kind of stopped. And what she did was, if we had any questions about our homework, we could fill out a Google Doc that was public for everyone to see about a math question. Do you know how hard it is to type a question about math? <laughs> Into a Google Doc. Yeah, so, like, I had to go, like, get a, a tutor who was a friend of my mom. Wow. He, would, he basically, uh, he was one of those kids in school who would do cal- calculus in his head. Oh, he, he's one of those, those people. Yeah, the, the, I, he, like, helped me so much understanding what was happening, because we even started a new unit. But that's the thing, is, like, when you're doing that, you, you don't realize how hard it is to do it from distance until you're actually doing it. Yeah, like, uh well, I, I honestly, I would have risked COVID just to go to school because I miss walking around the most. I know, like, right? Here, I can't walk around at all at home. And going on a walk is weird because if you, like, if you meet someone, it's just an awkward smile. You don't really get to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, if you're even smiling under the mask either. It's, it's, it's the same kind of thing coming from, like, I'm virtual and you're in person, like, kind of half of the week. Is it's like it's the same feeling of I want to go back and I want to get back in there and luckily that's going to be coming here soon. But like I, I found my ways to cope. Like I, I kind of like I said, I, I, I we basically coped in the same way. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I also started listening to like a lot more music. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely was just really into music at that point because that was like my only way to escape sometimes because. How it was with when we, they were trying like to at least finish school for us before like we restarted a new like school year is that all the assignments would be due on like Friday or Sunday, so it would be like twenty one to twenty six assignments. Yeah. So that was like honestly mentally just daunting. Like you didn't want to touch it because you didn't want to just get sucked in. Mhm. I mean, we all have our coping ways, I guess. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I mean that's our podcast here, I guess. We're just talking about coping and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we, we handled it pretty well because, you know, we're introverts anyway. We don't we don't even like leaving the house, this we, which is awesome. We, we've been training for this. This this is, for everyone else, is freaking out, and we're like, this is just Tuesday. Do you see all those jokes where, like, when COVID first started, it was like, all right, everyone needs to social distance and stay in their houses. Extroverts were like, oh, no, how do we do it? Challenge accepted. Exactly. 